The grace of God is so amazing. Yeah, just the grace, the kindness of God, talagang that He would love us and make a way to forgive us of all of our sins. Give us a new start, a new life, a life na may silbi, a life na may significance. Uh, wow, I'm amazed, you know. God declares, you know, devotional call this morning. God declares the guilty innocent. Guilty na, pero ginawa kanyang innocent. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Lord. Today is part three ng ating series na Good Job. And I want you to have a good job. Pero higit doon, I want you to have a good life. A good, a good life will include a good job. But a good job, hindi ibig sabihin good life. See, good life, andun na yung trabaho, andun na yung relationships, andun na yung uh, health, and yung spiritual growth. And God is concerned about you. Dahil mahal ka niya. So how do you feel about your job? I want to share with you this morning something na tungkol sa trabaho na baka hindi mo akalain. And the first thing is this, letter A, is that your work is actually spiritual. Huwag mo isipin, makamundo ito. This is not about God. Wala namang about Bible dito. But yes, your work, your job na seven days a week, hindi lang Sunday ang spiritual na part ng buhay mo. Your work is spiritual because God wants me to worship Him with my whole life. So huwag na ating isipin na this is my compartment for work, this is my department for church, for family. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 says right here, it's not in your notes, but I wrote this, I wrote this down on my own notes and I underlined it. Romans 12.1 says, Offer yourselves, okay, lahat, lahat, yourselves, as a living sacrifice to God, dedicated to His service and pleasing to Him. This is your true worship. God wants us to worship Him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. With all of our Monday through Sunday. With all of our 24-7. So our life is not just a worship service on Sunday, but every day. If you're a student, your school is spiritual. If you're working, your job is your worship service. Are you following me? If you're a housewife, if you're a retired person, whatever you do, that doing that is spiritual because you are a spirit. You are a spirit, and you have a soul, but you live in a body. So ang katawan mo is just your address. It's just your address. That's where you live, but it's not who you are. This body is not who I am. I'm better looking than this body. Okay? Okay, bayan. You know, mas guapo ako sa personal. Not the body, but the spirit. Okay? So, you know, you are, and, and you are too. You're the bride of Christ, which the Bible says, virgin and pure and blameless and spotless. You are good looking, man. You are good looking woman in your spirit. Your body is just your address. But you're a spirit, so everything you do is spiritual. And God has a job for us. Dahil mismong Dios spirit din. Katulad mo. Or maybe I say, ikaw ang spirit, katulad ni God. But God also works. 
Hindi ba alam, hindi unemployed ang Diyos. God is not unemployed. He's not retired. Hindi siya idol. Hindi siya tinatamad. Hindi siya tamad. Hindi siya tulog. God is working in you. Both. To give you the desire and the ability to obey and please Him. So actually, God Himself has a job. Sulat mo, sulat na. God Himself has a job. He does work. Amen. Until now, He does work. He has a job. He has a mission. He has a purpose. And His first assignment to mankind. Sa pagsimula pa lang in the book of Genesis, ang unang-unang assignment sa tao is to work. God created and put Adam in the garden to work it. Work it. This is your assignment. This is your job. It wasn't to pray. Hindi yan ang first assignment ng Dios kay man. It wasn't to, um, you know, uh, minister or to uh, have a worship music or to, you know, put up a church. The first assignment ng Dios sa tao was get a job. <laughs> get a job. You're going to work this garden. You're in agricultural industry. You're going to be in organizational administration. So this is your first assignment. Many, many years later came worship service and sacrifices and tithes and offerings and Lord's Supper. So that was much later. The first thing was you go to work and be spiritual in the garden. Be spiritual working 9 to 5 every day in your administration, in your, you know, magsikap ka sa hanap buhay. And that was God's first assignment sa tao. So until now, God expects me to work. He created me to work. And not listen. Here's the thing that I want to add today. Is our work is not only for money. Not only to provide for family. Contrary sa lahat ng mga popular opinions, akala nila kasi, if you ask people, ba't ka nag-aaral? Ay, nag-aaral ako kasi. Gusto ko makatapos, gusto ko maging professional para mataas ang salary ko, para makatulong ako sa pamilya ko. Madalas ganon. Why are you working? Para makaipon kami. Para, you know, ba't naghahanap ka ng trabaho abroad? Mag- gusto ko mag-iipon para makatulong ako sa mga kapatid ko. It's about money, it's about family. That's, that's part of it. But that's not everything. There's a greater purpose. Higit pa sa pera, higit pa sa tulong sa pamilya na I want to share with you today na baka hindi mo inisip. And that is, number two, write this down. God, my work is part of God's plan for my life. Okay? And it's not just about money, not just about uh, helping the family. It's about having a good life. Remember, I said, not just a good job, but a good life. See? The good life is when God accomplishes His will sa ating buhay. The good life, tandaan mo, is not may house and lot, may car, may insurance and pension. That's not the good life. The good life is not nakapagtapos at professional lahat ng kapatid mo. 
That's not the good. The good life is ikaw ay namumuhay sa kalagitnaan ng kalooban ng Diyos. That's the success. When you are doing what God designed you to do, you are now functioning. You're not malfunctioning. You're on track with your purpose. Kung bakit nilika ng Diyos at nilagay kanya on this earth at this time, in this family, in this bayan, and you're fulfilling your life mission. And you know what I said last week? My workplace is where my life mission can happen. And God wants to accomplish four things in my life. And all of these four things ay maaring mangyari sa workplace. These can all occur or happen sa aking workplace. The first one is to know Him and love Him. God wants you na makilala mo siya ng lubusan. God wants you to love Him. If ever, right now, masasabi mo, honestly, I, I don't really, I don't really love God. You know what? Masasabi ko sa iyo, it's okay. Because He still loves you. If you don't love Him, just focus on His love for you. But as you get to know Him, you will fall in love with Him. The only reason any person does not love God, the only reason is because they don't really know Him. He is altogether lovely. And if you knew Him, I mean really, not just know about Him, if you really, really knew God, you will love Him. Promise. 100% guaranteed, certified. There's nothing about God that is unlovable. He's altogether lovely, altogether worthy. And when you know Him, you love Him. And you can get to know God at work. God does not live at SFCC, Champion Center, only. Of course, the presence of God is here because you're here, because I'm here. We come together. Pero kung wala tayo dito, wala rin boring dito kung wala tayo, no? Napansin mo ba? Hindi mo napansin kasi wala ka dito. Pero pag wala ka dito, promise, boring dito. It's only fun because we come together as the body of Christ. It's only anointed because we're here. But when you go to work, you can get to know God there. Letter B is you can become like Him. You, you can actually become like Christ. And yun ang kanyang layunin. Everything you do, habang naglalaba ka, habang uh, sales talk, answering the phone, you know, running errands for your boss, kung anong ginagawa mo, you can become like Christ in that work. God's plan for your life is you become like Jesus. That you are conformed and transformed into the image of Jesus. His likeness. And letter C is to serve others. Jesus said, my reason why I came was not to be served. The Son of Man came to serve, not to be served. And Jesus said, I'm your Lord and teacher, but I serve. Now you should do the same. So God wants us to be a servant. The servant is the greatest. Kaya kahapon, mayroon nag-serve sa akin, nakalimutan ko, pero sabi ko, you're great. Sabi ko, you're great. 
because you're a servant. Subimos agata bimo, you're great. Yeah. Okay. And letter D is to share the good news about Jesus. God wants us to share the good news about Jesus, to deliver all his benefits. Naibahagi. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Don't be ashamed of me, and I won't be ashamed of you. So God wants, you know, in your workplace, in your school, sa classroom mo, diba, ikaw, pag student ka, may ID ka, makakapasok ka sa main gate, makakapasok pa sa classroom. Kung ako, hindi ako makakapasok sa campus mo without a special permission, diba? At hindi ako pwede, hindi ako access, wala akong access sa classroom mo. I don't have the opportunity to get into your classroom with your classmates and share Christ with them. Kasi hindi ako student. Ikaw student, ikaw authorized doon. Ikaw may ID, may gate pass. Makakapasok ka. And you can sit and rub shoulders and talk and share stories with your classmates. So you have an access na wala sa akin. You are positioned and anointed by God to share Jesus with those classmates. And if you don't, I cannot do it. But you can do it. So do it. At your work, you can do it. Your co-workers, your seatmate, the people that you see, your clients, your customers, Suki, whoever, wherever you go every day, God has a plan for you to share Christ with them. And number three is this, that my workplace... Okay? Isipin mo na ng yung workplace mo. Okay? If you go, kung, kung, kung ikaw ay uh, carpenter or wherever nagre-report, I'm sure every day, kung may trabaho ka or kung is, ikaw isang student, you report to some place. Okay? Imagine that place right now. Close your eyes. Imagine yung workplace na yan. Kung housewife, baka sa bahay. Okay? Kung school, classroom. Imagine your workplace. Kung saan ka pumapasok. Listen. Now look at me. That workplace is your spiritual growth laboratory. That, you know what a laboratory is for, right? Anong ginagawa sa laboratory? Experiment, di ba? Nag-mimix, you know, trial and error. Uh, you have a hypothesis. Come on, science people. You have a hypothesis. Help me a little bit, you know. And then you make an experiment. I think this will explode if I combine these chemicals, or this will turn to a different color. my test tube, this test tube, diba? Now, that will be a disaster, bug science. But God wants you to grow spiritual at work. And that's this topic. It's how can I grow spiritual? At work. Yeah, work is physical. Work is monetary. Work is makamundo. No, but you can grow spiritually at your workplace because your workplace is a spiritual growth laboratory. That's where spiritual growth can happen. Hindi lang sa Sunday habang si pastor ay nagpa-preach. You can grow spiritually every day wherever you go to school. Okay? So how can, how can I learn to worship? Through work. Oh, yes. Worship yan. How can I become a follower of Jesus? And maging katulad ni Jesus? How can I, uh, para ba ako magmamature sa aking uh, pagpasok sa work? How can I minister to other people and become a servant and share Christ? Pwedeng pwede yan. Tandaan mo, you can grow spiritual at work. And God uses three things. Dito na tayo sa second part. God uses three things at work. 
Okay? Or at school, kung saan ka pumapasok, everywhere you go, everything you do, there's three major things that God will use to make you grow spiritually. You ready? Number one, God will use problems. Sino sa atin walang problema? You can't raise your hand. Lahat tayo may problema, di ba? And problems, listen to me, God does not cause problems. <laughs> God is not a problem maker. That's not His nature. Ang nature ng God, He's a problem solver. He doesn't make problems for you, but God uses problems because there are problems in the world. There are problem people. There are problem... Uh, the weather is a problem. The traffic is a problem. Nasira na yung sasakyan. Inolalate ka. That's a problem. Diba? You got a bad haircut. That's a problem. You're having a bad hair day. Alam mo bad hair day? Hindi na co-cooperate ang buhok mo. You know, you ever had a bad hair? That's a problem. You got a pimple. It's a problem. You know? Okay, come on. There's all kinds of problems. Okay? Sira na sapatos mo. There's all kinds of problems. At work, you have problems that, you know, in-assign ka ng responsibility, pero hindi mo alam how to do it. That's a problem. If you're, a school, if you're in school, you have a math problem. It's a problem. Hindi na true-false. The question on the exam is essay. That's a problem. Okay? So, but God uses problems to develop the character of Christ in me. Ito ang purpose ng Dios. He wants to develop Christ's character in us. Of course, pag may problema, God is a problem solver. So God has a solution. And so we need creativity. Pag-usapan natin next week about creativity. But we need creative ideas. For every, kung gano'ng kalaki ng problema, you need that big of a, of a uh, idea to creatively solve that. We need the mind of Christ. Okay? But God will use problems. Look over here at Romans chapter 5, verse 3. It says, When we run into problems, tama? And trials. Here's what happens. They help us to learn to endure. And endurance develops strength and character and helps us to trust God more and more each time. Isn't that a great way, uh, version to, to say it? That, that problems and trials actually helps us to develop endurance and strength and character. God is interested in your character. Mas, mas gusto ng Dios na you're, he's, he's more prioritizing your character than your comfort. Kung wala tayong problema, kala natin, well, we'll be very comfortable because no problems. But God is not trying to make you comfortable. He's trying to make you into the character of Christ. A foundation para maging matibay at uh, malaki ang building mo, na buhay mo. The wise man builds his house on a rock. The rock is Jesus Christ's character. Okay? So when you have problems, please, listen, ibaay natin ang approach. Kasi usually kapag may mga problema, we start to blame God and then usually ito ang tinatanong. Why me, God? Why? 
Why God? Why? Why? Bakit naman? Bakit siya? Bakit ito? Bakit ganyan? And so, madalas, ang unang question na lumalabas sa bibig natin is why? Ibaan natin. Don't ask why. Kapag may problema, ask what? What are you doing, God? What are you teaching me, God? God, what are you developing in me? What fruit of the Spirit are you birthing in my attitude? So, don't ask the question, why? Ask, God, what? What are you doing? Show me, para maintindihan ko, kung ano yung objectives mo dito. Kung, anong, kung paano mo ginagamit ang problema nito to establish a firm foundation in my character. Is that good? Okay. There's going to be a character exchange. Kasi usually, ang foundation ng problema. Hindi pa sapat ang foundation for where God wants to take you. If God wants you to have a five-story building, a five-story life, you need five-story worth of foundations. So, minsan ang problema is we want a shortcut. Gusto natin umangat sa buhay, but we don't want to spend the the sacrifice building and establishing character. So ask God, Lord, what are you doing? The greater the problem, maggalak ka because God is planning a great building. He's building something great. Maggalak ka sa problema. In fact, James says, rejoice and be exceedingly glad when you face trials and tribulations of various kinds. Various kinds of problems. That means God has got various graces He's bringing into your life. Okay? So, sabi nila, pag may, pag, if life gives you lemons, I mean lemons, yung parang very sour? Lemons? Kalamansi. Parang kalamansi. If life gives you kalamansi, make kalamansi juice. You know, you, you, if, if, God give, if, if life gives you lemons, they say, make lemonade. You know, if, in other words, the problems can either make you bitter or better. So let God use the problems. Let God use the problems to build the attitude in you, the character. Magiging matibay na yung capacity mo to handle greater problems. See? Because every character foundation, kailangan mo yan for the next level. Whatever God is teaching you, you need that. It's not optional. Kung anong nilalagay ng Diyos sa character mo, sa foundation ng attitude mo, kailangan na kailangan mo yan, hindi na ngayon. You need that for the next level. Para hindi ka bumagsak when God brings you higher. When you get a higher job. In other words, you need that math problem. So that when you're an engineer, you won't fail. God is setting you up to succeed. He's not setting you up to fail. So the problem, you need that. You need that working of God in the midst of that problem. And you know what? The greatest response is, the greatest response is dependency on the Lord. A trust in the Lord with all of my heart. I lean not on my own understanding, but I lean on the Lord. I lean into Christ. I depend on you, God. This is a problem. Without you, I can do nothing. I lean on you. I trust on you like I trust on this chair. God, I depend on you. 
hindi ko kaya. But you can do it. And I can do all things through you who give me strength. So that's what, it, that's what you have to do. Make, make yourself dependent on Christ. Number two is pressures. Sino sa inyo na pa-pressure minsan sa work? Pa-pressure. You know, I, I, sabi mo sa katabi mo, I hope you're pressured. <laughs> because, <laughs> listen, because God uses pressures to clarify my priorities. This is about priorities now. If the first one is about forming your character, your attitudes, God will not pressure you, but He will let you be pressured. Because, listen, you have to choose. And don't see Eve. Yeah, but God said, don't eat the fruit of this tree. Oh, come on, it's okay. So, not pressure na siya. God allowed her to be in that temptation, in that pressure, because God is letting her force to, be cho- to make a choice. And prioritize. Will you prioritize ko anong sinabi ni God? Or will you prioritize what you want to do? When you are pressured at work, you're forced to create a conviction. What's a conviction? You know, ironic na wala akong mahanap na Tagalog translation uh, translation for the word conviction. I tried to find one. I couldn't find a good translation of the word conviction. But let me just say this. A conviction is yung, yung deep level na paniniwala. And it's that it's when you... Conviction is when you are willing to prioritize your beliefs. Hello? It's so easy to say, I believe. I believe in God. I believe God is my Savior. I believe God's way is the best. I believe in God's will. Kapag willing ka na to prioritize that, yan ang conviction mo. I'm, and, and when you have pressures, doon talaga naiipit ka, you have to prioritize. You have to clarify kung ano ba talagang priorities. Pag sinabi mo, ang daming babayaran. But I believe in tithing. I believe that I should bring the first and the best sa Diyos. Pero ang, dam, ang daming babayaran, napapressure ako sa ang daming babayaran. That's a pressure. Diba? Financial pressure. So you'll be forced now to really clarify your priorities. Really, what do you prioritize? But I have to... But I have, kailangan nang bumili ng bigas. Kailangan nang bayaran ng lueco. So you have now, if that's your priority, yun ang malalabas. And you'll give God the tira-tira. Kung hindi mo siya pinaprioritize. But if you prioritize your faith, your conviction that I give God the first, then that pressure will force you into tithing. Or if you said, I seek God, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God. I, I believe that. Asahan mo, there will be pressures. Pressures for your time. But kailangan mag work next Sunday. Kailangan kami work. E may pakakatuan na kumita sa linggo. So, hindi ako pwede mag-church ngayon. Okay, if you said you seek first the kingdom of God, 
there, there will be a pressure para mapatunayan, hello, para mapapatunayan na kung ta, saan ba talaga ang priorities mo. So just remember, those are your, your chance to clarify and prove really where is your priority. And usually, pag tayo ay pressured for time or money, it's one of two things. Either we are trying to do too much, too many things, or we're doing the wrong things. We're not, uh, hindi ko sinabi you're doing bad things, wicked or evil. It's just doing the wrong. Because God did not call you to do everything. So we have to know, ano ba talaga ang business ko and what is none of my business? Ano bang dapat kong maging involved with and saan ba ako dapat hands off? Minsan kasi pag naiipit tayo sa oras, wala tayong oras, we have been doing the wrong things na hindi naman tayo called doon, yan ang katawagan natin, or we're trying to do too many things. Yan ang sakit ko minsan. I want to do more, I want to do more, I want to do too many. So I say, yes here, yes here, yes here, okay, 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 okay. E de patong-patong mga schedules, napapressure na ako. And I have to be forced now, ano ba talaga ang priority? And Jesus said this over in John chapter 5, verse 19. And Jesus said na, I only do what I see my Father doing. Jesus in John chapter 5 and 30 again, he, he, Jesus would always say, ang gagawin ko lang is not what you want me to do, not what I feel pressured to do. I do what God says for me to do. Nothing more, nothing less. In Proverbs 3 verse 6, you know this verse, it says, In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. So how do, we, how do we manage the pressures? Clarify priorities. Seek first His kingdom. And lastly, um, and this is probably the, the one that most of us can easily relate to, is difficult people. Difficult people. Huwag kang sa katabi. God uses... Everybody say, people. Ay, yung mga, yung mga, those people. Those people that bother you. People that irritate you. People that give you problems. People, people, people. Okay, pasensya kayo dito sa program. Anointed. Receive it. But there, God, there are people in your life, at your work, that you wish would just resign. <laughs> you wish they were not there. Right? Are there some people, are there some people that you have to deal with? Maybe a boss? A co-worker? Maybe a customer? You know, a supplier or, or someone who is... You know, kasama sa workplace mo na when you see that person, they test your patience. They pressure you. They irritate you. These are people na they're iba ugali. They're not like you. Parang ibang culture nila. They're from a different planet. Have you know these kind of people? And, and they are the opposite of you. Their beliefs are not like you. Their personality is not like yours. 
So God wants, listen, hindi mo akalain na that person, these people in your work, listen, they are actually a gift of God to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. God sent a irritating person as a gift for you. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. No, don't say, no, thank you, Jesus. You say, thank you, Jesus. Listen to me. Because God wants to teach you to love. God is love. He doesn't just love some people. God is love. Now, we were born and our nature, human nature, is not to love. It's not natural for us to love, really. Oh, it's so easy to fall in lust. It's natural to fall in lust, but it's not natural to fall in love, real love. It's not normal for us to have committed love, agape love. The truth is, we were born with a selfish nature. And we grew up self-centered. Bata pa lang nagsisigaw na, Mine! 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 Akin! Me! Ako! Diba? Me, myself, and I. So we started life like that. Ganon tayo nagsimulaan. And we continued like that until we're born again. And when you receive... Sino you born again na? You receive Jesus as your, as your Savior. Maybe you didn't see this happening. Hindi mo nakita, hindi mo na feel. But here's what happened when you're born again. The Holy Spirit took this big, like a pitchel, of, of agape love. It's a big liquid agape love. And the Holy Spirit came, Romans chapter 5, uh, five and verse uh, 3, says that the Holy Spirit came and poured His love. Whose love? His love. His agape. The Holy Spirit poured love into our hearts. He poured His love into your heart. And this love just disp it pushes out the self-centeredness. And you get a, an energy, you get an ability that you'd never had before when you're born again. And only a person who's born again has this uh, super ability to love. But we still had that habit of how many years of selfishness so we have to change the habit and start using the new fuel of the Holy Spirit. We have to drive our lives fueled by the Holy Spirit's love it's until it becomes very natural for us. And so God will change our habits via... How, how will God change us? By sending unlovable people into our lives. Yes, that's how God changes our habits. He sends unlovable, unworthy, unfriendly people into our lives so that we will learn how to and we will practice how to love like God loves. Uh, and so in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2, look at this. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 2 says, Live a life filled with love for others, following the example set by Christ. See? So remember, kapag may unlovable person sa workplace mo, tandaan mo, God loves him too. God doesn't only love you. 
God loves you. But you were also unlovable sa Dios. But He still loved you. You're not also worthy of that love. But He still loved you. God knows all of your garbage. He still loved you. So, that's just God. And so God loves that other person too. God loves them. So God wants you to uh, manifest His love to that person. Are you following me? It's not maybe easy for you, but it's easy for Him. And so it's easy for the Christ in you to love the unlovable. Can you just say that with me? Say, it's easy for the Christ in me to love the unlovable. One more time. It's easy for the Christ in me to love the unlovable. The Christ in you loves the unlovable. So get out of the way. Tumabi kajan. And let Christ love the people through you. Get out of the way. Okay, and the greatest uh, manifestation, I, I was just thinking about this. Anong best way na magmanifest ang love? Well, Jesus said, greater love has no man than this, that he just lays his life down for a friend. What does it mean at work, you laid your life down? Parang sumuko ka sa mga rights and privileges mo, yung own sarili mong preferences, tinabimo, and you just lay your life down. You just serve, you just give way, you just give in, and you just give your life for, for them. Not self-seeking, selfish ambition. You just try to help others, promote others, encourage others. Lay your life down. That's what Jesus did for you and me. He laid His life down. He gave His life up. And that's the great manifestation of love. The second greatest manifestation of love is to forgive. If you, were, if you, you, know, you say, I love you, I love you, but the greatest way you can show love to your father, to your ex, to your boss, to your whoever, to your kapatid, the greatest way you can show love, the greatest manifestation, you forgive. Even without that person changing or promising to change, just forgive. You just release forgiveness. And that is what God wants you to do. God wants to train you to be an expert forgiver. An expert at love. So how will God train you? Well, He'll give you a, a gift. A gift at work. A very hard uh, uh, military sergeant as a boss. <laughs> Someone who's uh, a lying, cheating, backstabbing co-worker. Happy birthday. It's your spiritual growth laboratory. Are you following me? God, so don't think that person is from the devil. That's not the devil's curse to you. It's God's gift to you. To train you for deep level love. Because that deep level love in your foundation 
is what you will need. I repeat, that love that God trains you to have is what you will need for your next level. Okay? So God will raise you up. So don't think that your life is, okay, dito, ang compartment ng buhay ko dito is spiritual life. I'll give to God Sundays. Yeah. Dito, uh, family. Dito, education, career. You know, parang slice, slice, slice. Ano bang buhay mo? Pizza pie? No. Our whole life, the whole life is one big worship service to God. One big spiritual growth agenda. Okay? And so when the problems come, when pressures come, when difficult people come, that's your opportunity to grow spiritually at work. Problems will develop Christ's character in you. Pressures will clarify your priorities. And difficult people will train you for expert level love and forgiveness just like Jesus. Can you do that? Can you approach these, these things and, and recognize that work is more than just getting a paycheck? The best thing you get from work is not just money. The best thing you get from work is a better you. A better you. A bigger you. A better life. More abundant in Christ. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for sending us the difficult people that we can love. Thank you that pressures that we face will will prioritize our uh, seeking first your kingdom. That help those pressures to to somehow force us to develop biblical convictions, core values. Na kung saan we will prioritize really putting first your kingdom, putting first our relationship with you. And Lord, that any problems that we face, even starting today, tomorrow, this week, help us, Lord, to just allow you to shape and reshape and form our character and convert. It's not us. We cannot get Christ's character on our own. But you can work it into us. You can mold me and shape me and, and establish new, new things in me. You've made me a new creation to be like Christ. Use the problems to increase my capacity to handle more, to increase my capacity to receive Christ's uh, fruit in greater abundance. We want to be like Jesus. We want to have His shalom and His fruitfulness coming out of our lives. Father, use the workplace. That our lives will not just be spiritual doing Sunday, but every day in our laboratory, at work, at home, everywhere we go, gamitin mo po ito to just accelerate our maturity into the stature of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. And have a great spiritual growth this week at work or at school. And see you back next week for part four of Good Job. <laughs>